Philadelphia. Get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P inspiration. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show here with your host, Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P. Thank you for joining us for another day of this show. And I hope that you can leave this show feeling inspired and feeling like that you can now navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It is Friday again. We made it to the end of another week. That is always a positive. Now, we're going to jump right into things as we always do. But before that, real quick, if you want to watch the show, a couple ways you could do it. You could go on my website, scottypinspo.com and listen to it there. You can go on my YouTube channel, that's Scotty P Inspiration, watch the videos along there, or you can go on any major podcast platform, search the Scotty P Inspiration Show, and you can listen that way as well. So everybody, thank you once again for joining us. Happy Friday. We're back with another episode here of Inspiring Content. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's jump right into it because i like you to be able to take this and run with it so you can apply what you learn in this episode today to your life right now. So without further ado, let's go. Okay. Today, one of the concepts that I wrote down to begin with is the measuring stick of success. And this is something that I've actually used in a lot of my keynote speeches that I do. And I've talked about it pretty extensively. So I want to bring this topic up today for you all, hoping that it can inspire you and that it can help you as well with the topic of comparison. Oh, yeah, I say it like that because comparison is something that uh, is running wild and rampant right now and now this day and age. And I also see comparison being the driving force behind so many things that so many of us do. And I see it as a super big problem uh, for our own self-esteem, but also for a lot of different issues. Not here to really talk about like, oh, why it's a problem in society. No, but what I am here to talk about is how I can help you to overcome some of your own comparison, you know, issues or that that you might feel that you have, okay? So the quote that I wrote down to start, because you know, for those who listen to the show, I like to start with a quote. This is actually from myself. I said it a few times and it goes as followed. Don't use comparison as the measuring stick of your success. Now I'll say that one again. Don't use comparison as the measuring stick of your success. And again, this is a quote from myself that I used in multiple different keynotes before. Okay, let's dive a little bit deeper into here about comparison, the thing that nobody really wants to talk about yet everybody knows is an issue. My question really to you, the listener, begins with this. And I want you to ask yourself, what is at the center of your motives? You know, why do you do what it is that you do? You know, think about that. Like when you do anything, whether it's apply for a new job, talk to a certain person, go on social media, this or that, whatever it is, what is at the center of your motives? And think about that and, you know, take some time, answer that question. But as you're thinking about it, here's what's interesting. A lot of times we don't really understand or even pick up on the idea that there is something at the center of the motives that we're doing, right? A lot of times we'll just do something because someone else said it, or we'll do something because TikTok told us to do it, or we're doing it because of this or that. And that's fine. But let's just remember that if we're not a hundred percent clear about what the motive is on why we're doing something, it is a slippery slope and it can lead to allowing comparison to sneak in there and become the dominant force in our life. And I say this a lot because 
you know, if we're not self-aware about why we're doing something, that means that we're opening ourselves up to so many other people's opinions and other people who are aware of what they're doing to kind of force their opinions and allow them to manipulate us. And I don't think anybody here likes to be manipulated. I don't think anybody wants to be manipulated. But when we don't have a solid core idea of our motive for doing something, essentially we're opening ourselves up to that manipulation from other people. And we're opening ourselves up to a lot of comparison and ultimately that comparison is just going to send us down a road that's going to be really stressful and and cause a lot of problems for us right so anyways where i'm going with this is i want you the listener to start becoming more aware of why you're doing what it is that you're doing and maybe that means just taking five seconds right before you make a decision to say okay why am i doing this where does this come from what do i want what's at the center of the reasoning behind why i'm doing this and just by taking that few seconds to whether write it down to talk about it to create some of that self-awareness if it's a decision that we're doing purely based on the fact that we're comparing ourselves to somebody else we might be able to recognize that and therefore alter what we're doing or change it in a way that it's not going to have comparison at the center but rather something that's more meaningful and helpful to us. And I think the thing that makes me really sad is with so many of the people that I talk to and see and work with, I see comparison as just this driving force in everything that they do. And I know for me, for years too, I always fell into that trap, right? I would do certain things solely because I was comparing to other people saying, okay, well, they're doing that. So that means that I've got to do something to one up them or, oh, they're doing this. So that means, you know, I shouldn't do that. Whatever it is, any way that it could go, you know, for comparison or against it. But for years, I allowed comparison to be not only the measuring stick of my success, but also the driving force behind a lot of the reasons I was doing certain things. And I didn't understand that. I didn't realize that. Until I really dove in to start to say, okay, Scott, you know, what are your motives behind doing some of this stuff? Because it's not you, it's not what you want. So what's going on here? And it was through that introspectivity, if you will, that I was able to see, okay, you know, the core of this stuff is coming from my own issues with comparing to other people or comparing to what I see or hear or think. And comparison ultimately was the rock uh, as silly as that sounds, that was steering everything. <laughs> and I had to really make that change. Now, for you, you may not know that it's comparison yet. You may say, well, no, uh, comparison is not what's steering me. It's, uh, you know, uh, my hunger and desire to be, you know, better than this person or that person. I'm like, okay, yeah, but that's still comparison. Or it might be, well, no, it's not that. It's just my desire to, you know, be the best that I can be. And that's great. If that's true, but how often does being the best that we can be turn into, well, I'm not number one in my class, so now I got to be better, right? It, it could be a slippery slope and, and the lines really get blurred sometimes. So for you, the listener today, I really, really want you to start to take stock of what's at the center of the decisions behind, or excuse me, what's at the center behind the decisions that you're making and behind the measuring stick that you see. Right? Is that measuring stick of success comparison for you or is it a goal that you set for yourself? A question that I can't answer for you, but I can propose to you to help you to find your way through some of that stuff. Right. So that was something that I wrote down that I thought was really, you know, important to share. And on top of that, I wrote another little nugget down as I was going through this. And it says, Is your purpose a purpose derived from passion? 
or is it a purpose derived from comparison? Kind of goes along with what I was just saying. I think a lot of times people, when we don't know what our purpose is, that's fine. That takes years to figure out. But sometimes we fall under what I call a false purpose and we figure, okay, my purpose, my area that I want to work on in life that I want to do, that I want to leave my mark on this life is because of this thing, insert whatever it is, or because of that thing, insert whatever it is, right? But the problem with this is that if it's not coming from a place of passion, there's a good chance that it's coming from a place of comparison. Because of what we saw somebody else did or because we're trying to do something that somebody else did not do. And I think you can go a pretty long way with that mindset. Admittedly, you can. I think you could go pretty far, but inevitably, you're always going to get to a point where you're never satisfied and you're forever living a life of chase because that's what comparison breeds. And the more comparison you let into your core, the more comparison that you let into your life, the more that it's going to lead to you running rampant, never stopping, always trying to go for something else and never gaining any satisfaction or real value um, or define definition of success in your own eyes. And that's what comparison, that's what it does. So I think it's really important for us that when we're finding our way in this life, we're finding out what it is that we want. It comes from a place of pure passion and and, and a genuine want to do that thing. And that's not easy for everybody to always dive into and look at. Uh, I don't always just say easy things on the show. Sometimes I'll say some things that might be confronting that might make people think, oh, man, I really got to think about that. Well, yeah, you do. Because inevitably, like I said before, If it's not coming from a place of pure, honest passion, it's not coming from a place of a genuine desire, there's a good chance it's coming from a place of comparison and and we see where that's going to lead us, right? So for the listeners today, look at your purpose. If you don't have one yet, that's totally fine. I can assure you, you already do. It just will take you some time to figure it out, but make sure that it's coming from a place of that genuine passion and not of a place of comparison because of what other people said or what other people have done or because of what people told you you could or couldn't do. Because you're going to go so much further when it comes to a place of what you really want rather than allowing everybody to project everything else onto you. And I think that's a real sticking point for the listeners today as we're moving along here. And as we are, I kind of want to share a little analogy that I thought of the other day. And I've shared this a bunch, my whole, um, not my story, but my phrase, every brick has a story to tell, which essentially means every brick in the house of our life is, has a purpose, has a different story, whether good or bad, it makes our foundation of our life strong and put together. And as I was thinking about that, I thought a little bit deeper and I sort of had a little imagery come into my mind. And I thought about it like this. I've pictured myself building my, you know, one brick at a time, strong and together. And I'm not really going too fast. I'm sure that it's sturdy. I'm making sure I'm building it sturdy and strong. And my focus is on that. But when I lift my eyes up and I look to my left or to my right, I see these people that are just building like skyscrapers in like two seconds. And they're way ahead of me and they're so high and it's amazing. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get anywhere. And I like throw my bricks to the ground in frustration. But then as I kept having this imagery and going through this process, I thought, wait a minute. And I realized that these huge skyscrapers that these people were building were really nice and shiny and amazing for a little bit, but they were built so cheaply and so poorly and on the wrong things that as the wind started to blow, they just completely blew over and fell to the ground. And I think a lot of this comes from one of my favorite scriptures where it's talking about 
Now, when we build our lives on Jesus, he is the rock for us. When we build our life on, on the rock that is Jesus, he is, you know, um, sturdy and that is a wise person. And that's where the scripture comes from. So I think a lot of this imagery comes from me being a Christian and seeing that. But as I thought about it more in depthly too, I'm like, okay, so I'm building my structure with these bricks one at a time. I may not be super fast, but I am building it strong and sturdy. And by me building it sturdy, I'm going to be able to get to where I want to in the right time, but knowing that out of nowhere, it won't just completely crumble when something doesn't go right or when this or that might happen. Right. Whereas opposed to the people that build it way quicker than me and I was looking up at, I was like, oh, jealous at first. But yet these people are now way below me trying to start again just to go through the same process of continuing to fall. And when I had this imagery, it, it really just made me reassure myself that doing things the way that I believe is, is the right way for me. And that's different for everybody. But I'm a slow and sturdy person and building it that way is what feels comfortable for me. Now, I feel society puts all this pressure to say the quickest way you could do this and do this and you'll build your business in two months and you'll be amazing, whatever it is. And I feel myself, there's a lot of pressure that goes into wanting to like fall into this quick. Yeah, let's get it done quick so we can go super high. But I realized that's for me personally, again, me personally, that's not what I want because I want to build something strong and sturdy that's not going to leave me completely fumbling around trying to scramble to rebuild something when it all crumbles. Now, the reason I share kind of that long analogy there is because I think that when we focus too much on comparison, we stop building our strong and sturdy structures because the whole time we're just looking at everybody else's and saying, oh, how come that's not me? When we're wasting that valuable time that could be used to be doing another brick on top of another brick on top of another brick for our Right. So we want to be valuable with that time and make sure, okay, instead of spending all this and effort and trying to compare with these people around me, I could be using that energy to do it my way. Sure, my way may not be as glamorous as that person's way, or it may not seem, but at least it's true to who I am. And it won't blow over when there's the slightest little hiccup along the way. And I hope that's something that you could take from this as well. For me personally, that's helped a lot because like I said, I prefer slow and sturdy and strong as opposed to fast and cheap and weak. That's just me. And I think comparison would tell you, go fast and cheap and weak because then you'll be above everybody else and that's all that matters. Where a true passion that you have on your inside would tell you it doesn't matter because you want to do it authentically to who you are and what you're doing. Just a thought for you today. And I hope that can maybe spark something to some of you listeners today to really help you reconsider some different stuff and also not feel insecure if where you want to go isn't happening as soon as you would like. So as we're continuing on here, one of the other things that I wrote was success has an infinite amount of definitions. So are you focused on obtaining your definition of success or chasing after somebody else's? Hmm. Now, this, I could really get on my soapbox here, but I'm not going to do that because that's not what this show is about. Uh, um, but I will say this, for years growing up with all these different professors and teachers and schools and all these different people who are always telling me how to do things all the time, it has to be done this way. This is the only way you can do it. If you want to be successful, you have to go here. You have to do that. You blah, 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 blah. Drove me nuts, to be honest. It really did because, you know, admittedly, I don't really like taking orders from people too much. I like to kind of go my own way. Anyways, 
getting back on topic here, I feel that so many of us fall into the trap of trying to chase this idea of success that isn't even ours. We hear it from other people in our lives who tell us, no, this is what success is. And we take that and say, oh, okay, I guess that is what success is. Spend our whole lives trying to climb this mountain of somebody else's success that we're not even meant to climb. And, and we wonder why we're miserable. And we wonder why we're unsatisfied. We wonder why we're feeling like something's wrong. Well, because we believe that this person's idea of success had to be the same for us when it really wasn't meant to be that way for us. And that leads to an unsatisfactory life, right? Now, I'm not preaching out here to tell people to be defiant all the time. Absolutely not. I mean, we, we have to have guidance in this life. I mean, you know, come on, it's, it's a must. But I will say when it comes to ideas of success, take everything that people say with a grain of salt and find out your own definition of success first and then you can take a peek at what other people are saying to you and maybe add to your idea of it or take away. But make sure that you have your idea of success hammered down first so that when other people start telling you this and start telling you that, you can come back to your core and say, okay, that's great. Thanks, Mr. Bobson or thanks, Mrs. Jameson. But I know where I'm going and I, and I know the way that I want to go about it. And it doesn't have to be the same way that you say just because you're in a position of authority. And I think that's important for a lot of us younger people too to really understand is that, yes, people are trying to help us. That is super important. But we also have to think for ourselves and truly listen to ourselves what we determine that success to be and what we feel is right for us. Because otherwise, we're going to be living somebody else's life and somebody else's dreams. And I don't really think any of us want to do that. We want to live the life that we want and chase the dreams that are in us. And we just got to make sure that we're, we're being authentic to that, right? So remember, success has an infinite amount of definitions, but make sure you're focused on obtaining your definition of success, not somebody else's, okay? Now, as we come towards the end here, I got a quick little strategy for you, just a quick one. And it really is as followed. It's my what and my why, okay? Now, I hate when people say, What's your why? I'm like, oh my gosh, like, bro, how many times do we have to hear it? Like, it's so overdone. But in this case, I do think it's essential to actually say, but my way of phrasing it would be this. Ask yourself, what is important to me? And why is that important to me? And I want you to really take some time to go through that. Not just like, whoa, it's important for me to watch, you know, my favorite football team on Sundays. Great. But let's try to go a little bit deeper, right? What is really important to you in this life and why is it that that's important to you? And when we start to ask ourselves these two questions, what's important to me and why is it important? We're going to get a better idea about what we truly desire in this life and the way that we can go about getting those desires and the way we could go about seeking out our version of success. But we've got to make sure that we know who we are and what we want at that core. And again, this question could take months to answer. That's totally okay. That's fine. But I want you listeners to do that today. Ask yourself, what is important to me in this life and why? So that you can get a better understanding, have a little bit more direction about where you want to go and what you want to do. All right. Okay. We've come to the end here because you know, I like to keep this short and sweet because a lot of you will be listening to this at lunch or on the car. So I really want to end with this. Success is, is relative. It really is. But one thing that I could guarantee you is that c comparison leads to a life of chase and not to a life of satisfaction. 
chasing somebody else's success or somebody's idea else's idea of success is going to lead to us running on that hamster wheel to the day that we die and that's no way to live not at all that's why we want to find out who we are what's important to us and make sure that our measuring stick of success is one that we are creating not one that somebody else is projecting onto us and i hope that's something that can really help you all today and really make a difference for you today and help you to as we say here navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover that resilience within yourself so again everybody i appreciate it i hope this could help you if you're struggling with comparison a bit thanks again for being great fans got to get at it again soon with more content until next time this is scotty p signing off